Welcome back, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in to Kicking It With Kelsey. Just a quick recap from our last episode with Michael McDaniel. We talked about how to love a man. And if you did not hear that episode, please go back and listen to it. It was phenomenal um, for our men and our women, you know, like just understanding what um, life looks like, you know, when you're wanting to get married and you want to have a family and like those you know, real relationship goals and knowing how to like respect your non-negotiables and stuff like that. Um, But today I feel like it's going to be a great transition from that because we're talking about what a girl wants. So we talked about the guys. Now it's like we about to give y'all the inside scoop (laughs) on what we need. Um, And I'm going to let my guest introduce herself. (laughs) Okay. Hi, I am Dominique uh, Faye. That's my Instagram handle, Dominique Faye. I am a mom of a five-year-old boy. I am an entrepreneur. I have a business called uh, Faye Cosmetics right now, and I'm currently rebranding my clothing line. So that's just a little short. Yes. Make a friend forever. Um, so yeah, so I kind of want to just jump right into this one because I feel like we about to go over and it's going to get deep just from our quick conversation from last night. But, um, for the most part, I feel like in our generation, um, which is, which might be contrary to belief, some women, you know, young women, we desire, you know, different than what most of our peers do. Yeah. And in a generation where everybody's like, oh, um, you know, hot girl summer yeah. and I just want this and I want that and everything is so superficial and, mm-hmm. you know, money and status driven. Um, it's a breath of fresh air to have conversations with women who still, you believe know, in believe love in love and, and like marriage yeah. and have substance and stuff yes. like that. Yes. So that's kind of why, you know, and I, that's what you, um, I feel like that's what you represent. Definitely with the way, you know, um, your social media and the things that you share. It's like, okay, you on the same page. I like that. Yeah. I'm very passionate about love and relationships and just um, our generation in general, just our healing and our minds and the way we think and our perspectives being changed on things because our generation is like so big on, like you said, hot girl summer and like, you know, city girl. Everybody want to be a city girl. But (laughs) I think it's important to just get back to, you know, what Mm -hmm. really matters. You know, I think a lot of a lot of it, too, with that mindset is just a lot of us have been hurt. And so it's easier to just be like, okay, well, I'm going to just thought it out or I'm going to just play them all. They play me. But I have always desired love, you know, and even when I um, have gotten hurt and I've said those things like I'm just going to give me a sugar daddy or something like that. My heart was like, no, you're not. This is what you this is the core of who you are. This is what you want. And so. Um, on my own journey, I've just been passionate about healing my own self and helping other people heal too. So we can yeah. get back, you know, get back to what's important. So, right. Yeah. I love it. And yeah. And I feel like last night we talked a little bit about like, you know, being in our single season and yeah. how hard that is because we do, you know, we do want love. We do. And it's so crazy because the last episode, like, you know, I was talking, asking Mike, I'm like, you know, some of us as women, like we come into these situations like I want to be a wife. Yeah. You know, and we already start displaying those qualities. Yeah. You know, too soon. Yeah. And he was like, stop doing that. Yeah. You Ooh. know, and it's like I never thought of it because I'm like, this is who I am. I don't know how to like halfway see me. Same, same, you know? same. Yeah. So how do you feel about that? Like, um, honestly, 
I kind of I, I asked myself this question, too, because I was something I was uh, praying about. I was like, I don't know how to like half do it. Like, I don't know how to not show up because in my mind, even though I'm not technically a wife yet, I am a wife, you know. And so that's how I carry myself. That's how I think. And it's hard for me to show up in a relationship and just, you know, not ex- ex- like show those qualities because Mm -hmm. it's just like, well, this is how I feel. But I think for me, I've just been trying to um, learn how to allow uh, the guy to show me who he is first, because I think one of the things we do as women is just kind of innate in us is to just prove ourselves Mm -hmm. and to show what we have and to prove that we're wives so that they can marry us. It's something we just do unconsciously. And so I'm learning to just allow the guy to show me who he is because I know who I am now, you know, like before when I was doing it, I didn't know who I was. So I was just kind of like, see me, look at me. I can cook. I can clean. Pick me. me. Yeah, Yeah. Really like pick me. But now I'm so confident in who I am. I I need to be making sure I'm picking you. Yeah. (laughs) I need to make sure that you the right one, you know? So um, I think it's just a matter of first, just, you kind of lose some of that, not necessarily lose your wife mindset or mentality, but you kind of pull back the reins and stop pushing that on yeah. guys. And uh, when you just know who you are, you're confident in that and your your standard is higher. So you kind of you you're picking you're picky and choosy like, OK, yeah. I want to see what you got. I know what I got, what you got now. So and then when you are dating, just you can dish that out little by little. You can start showing them little by little or not even showing them, but you can just feel more comfortable to, um, to express those wifey things, qualities about yeah. yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. So I tell myself, like, I'm not, I'm not going to just cook full blown dinners for you, you know? Yeah. Like, and I've seen see. a post. It yeah. was like, um, I'm done overplaying my part. If you want a wife, make me one. Please. And I feel, I feel that on a personal level. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like I've always been that girl, yeah. you know? And it's like, it don't matter how much of a wife I am. Some men just can't read that in you. They can't. And it's like, you can't love somebody more or do more into making somebody be right for you. Yeah. And I feel like that's what we be doing. Like, oh, I'm the whole package and you showing them that. But it's like, if they're not ready for that or, you know, they might still have some work to do on themselves. So it's like, yes, stop giving too much of you because you're going to be drained. And then when it's time for your real husband to walk into your life, you're not going to even like, want to do nothing stuff. for you. Right. Like, so, yeah. like, stop. I'm so over that, like, giving too much of myself. Yeah, I think it, it really, like I said, I think it really stems from an insecure place without mm-hmm. us even realizing it. Because yeah. for a long time, all of all my relationships, when I look back on it, I'm like, I was doing everything in my power to have these men see me. That's what it yeah. really boils down to. I want you to see me. I want you to choose me. You know, I want you to be able to identify the things that, you know, because we see these things about ourselves, but it may not even be something we fully believe. We need to be validated. And, you know, yeah. we work, work, work to be validated by these men. And it's just like, no, you know, you got it, girl. And, right. you know, he the one that's for you going to see it and he going to appreciate because a lot of times we working, like you said, for these guys to see it and they don't even have the eyes to see it. And some of them do have the eyes to see it, but they're not ready. So they don't they don't know how to handle it. And then yeah. we get hurt and we like, you should have known I'm the best thing you ever had. And it's like maybe, but he, he can't handle that, yeah. you know. So, yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. And then I think about like how. So let me ask you this, because we we just talked briefly about like you not having your dad. Yeah. So do you think that 
the like your first idea of love like I want like what was it and did you ever at some point feel like okay this is not you know suiting me or this is toxic so I have to like unlearn this Hmm. um well I will say I didn't necessarily have an idea of love like I just as almost 29 just started to know what love is like Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't know like I had a great mom you know so I guess that was an example of of her love but Mm -hmm. um as far as a relational love romantic love with a guy I didn't I didn't know you know and it wasn't until I was about I want to say 26 that I realized that I had daddy issues and that I realized that um you know, my father not being there to, you know, give every girl, little young girl what she needs, that support and that validation and that uh, to I feel like father's roles are to is supposed to be to implement that that worthiness into their child, you know, because the father is supposed to be that protector. He's supposed to be the one that keeps her safe and, you yeah. know, guides her. And when that's missing, um you start searching for it, not knowing. Um, you yeah. start searching for it in other ways. You want to be protected. You want to mm-hmm. be seen, something that your father should do for you. And so when it came to relationships for me, um, like I said, I was searching to be seen. I was loving from a pure place because I was young and that's just how I loved. And my concept of love was, okay, you love how you want to be loved. You treat yeah. people how you want to be treated. And so I was loving these men fully because this is just what I wanted. This is what I wanted and this is what I felt love should be. And when I didn't get that back, I was crushed because I'm like, what? Like, I'm giving you everything. Like, I'm loving you. Like, do you not see it? You know, do you not see this? Um, But yeah, so I just, at that point, I realized that it was toxic after having my heart broken a trillion times and realizing that, um, that I was placing a lot of responsibility on these guys, you know. Yeah. I, I realized too that it was unfair for me to do that. I didn't know. I was mad at them, but then when I was healing, I realized like it's too much pressure to allow or to want these men or require these men to be your dad. You know, yeah. they're not. They're not that. You know, like they're not that, and they can't be that. You know, it's too much pressure on these men to to love you the way. Not want to say not the way that you want to be loved, but to heal you because in a sense I was placing my worthiness in their hands and I was like I Mm -hmm. need you to tell me what I'm worth I need you to validate me I need you to make me feel like I'm somebody and that's too much pressure to put on anybody you know that's too much pressure to have somebody tell you who you are and validate you and make you feel like you're somebody and so every time I would break up I felt lost and I felt um, like I didn't know who I was they took my identity with them because mm. I was placing so much of my worthiness in their hands. So it's like, okay, here, here I am. I'm putting myself in your hands. Tell me what I'm worth. Tell me my value. Tell me how I, who I am. Tell me all of these things. And so, boom, I gave you all of that, that permission to do that. And so, boom, you want to leave now. And now I'm stuck with what? Yeah. You took me. Who am I? You know what I'm saying? And so it crushed me. So at that point, after enough of that, I was just like, okay, girl. You know, it's enough is enough. And what like, yeah, and I can definitely attest to that. That resonated with me very deeply. And I feel like most women, you know, as a whole, we all have experienced that. And what it is, is that 
the things that you require when you're unhealed yeah. and the things that you require when you're healed and whole are completely different. Completely. So like when you're unhealed, that's one way to be able to, to see that is that you look for validation, you yeah. know, outward and not inward. Yeah. You look for somebody to accept you. You look for someone to tell you what you should already know about yourself. Yeah. So that's the, that journey. And I want to talk about that too, of, healing yourself Mm. i honestly and truly feel like you know no one is perfect you know we don't come into a relationship completely because we it's things that a relationship you know deposits into us exactly that's great as well but however i feel like there's a degree of healing that needs to be done before we should date absolutely because if you're in a relationship unhealed the only thing that relationship can do two things it can either force you deeper into that brokenness yep or it can help you heal from yeah. that. But in our generation, it's not a whole lot of that yeah. going on. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I feel like it has to be a level of healing that has to take place before you can even, you know, go into a relationship. Because like I said, when you're healed, your wants are different. You exactly. know, your needs are different. And it's like, a lot of the things I need are already in me now. Yeah. So I don't need nothing from you, really. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, I, we can complement each other's lives yeah. and we can, in moving forward, but I don't need you to do anything for me yeah. to make me feel better yeah. about me. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I thought about when you were saying that, I was thinking about um, a conversation that I was having with somebody that I was dating. And I was just like, as, as my whole self, you know, mm-hmm. as my healed self, yeah. I was like, realizing that you don't really add any value to me. You know, Mm, like I'm so full right now. And so now I know when I'm when I'm looking at who could potentially be my husband, I'm looking for something that you are adding to me that I don't don't have. have You know, like I need you to add something to me that I don't have because I got it, you know. So Mm -hmm. that's what I'm my healed self. My whole self is like, okay, um, I know now. But like you said, you're looking from two different lenses when you're healed and when you're broken. So, Yeah. yeah. That's good. I like that. So, like, do you feel like... So, let me ask you this. So, now that you are looking through a lens of, like, being healed, Mm -hmm. what do you feel are... Like, what do you desire from a man? Like, what do you desire in a relationship now? Not from a man, because you say, like, you want somebody to ask from you, but as far as a partnership and, like, a relationship, like, what do you feel like you require? Um, Well, first and foremost, it is definitely important for um, him to have a relationship with God. Because what I know, people debate about this all the time about, you know, whether being equally yoked is in the Bible or not. But I definitely know um, that you have to have the same beliefs, you know. So whether you believe in God or whoever you choose to believe in, you have to have the same beliefs because otherwise you'll be at war, you know. Mm -hmm. And I know how that feels too, being with somebody who does have the relationship. It's not that they don't believe, but they don't have the relationship. So they're not understanding why I'm doing certain things or why I'm moving certain ways or why I'm committed to certain things. And it becomes a war at that point because now yeah. we're not walking together. You're walking one way and I'm walking another way. So definitely um, having that relationship with God for himself, you know, not through his church or, you know, through me, through for himself so mm-hmm. that, you know, God can be the center of each of our lives and then help us along the way. Um, I definitely want someone who um, values family. You know, I feel like a lot of uh, men 
They're ready to put children in people, but they're not ready to bear the responsibility of having a family and taking care of a family and valuing the family, you know, the yeah. family unit and keeping it together. I'm super big on breaking generational curses because mm-hmm. I did come from a single mom and I know how it affected me growing up without my father and just the generational curses of not my family. I look at it. Nobody's really married in my family, you know, yeah. so just valuing that family unit. Um so God, my uh, having valuing family, um, he doesn't necessarily have to be an entrepreneur, but I want him to be able to understand um, my way of life, you know, um, as an entrepreneur. And because that can get sticky, too, if you're yeah. dealing with somebody who's like stuck in this, you know, um, box mindset and and, an old way and Mm -hmm. they're like not understanding why you're doing what you're doing or because some men a lot of men are very big on like they're very logical you know and entrepreneurship is very spontaneous it's very all over the place and some of them need like this structure for them to feel secure so somebody that understands my lifestyle you know and 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 the and 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 understands that God has placed a calling on me that may not be routine or structured in in the way that they might want it to be. So, um, yeah, those are the biggest things for me. God, um, family and just understanding my lifestyle and what, you know, what comes with it for sure. And most importantly, too, with the family thing, I have a son. So being with someone who um, definitely is going to be a good father, you know, he has to be even if he doesn't have any children of his own, being willing to um, go the extra mile to be there for my son and love him as he is his own. So, yeah. I think we right on the same page with that. Like my first one is definitely you got to believe in God. For sure. I'm not saying you got to be a a, a super Christian or you got to be in church all the time. But I feel like as long as that belief is there, like my love for God is so strong that anybody who is connected to me is going to pour out into them. Yeah. You know, so it's like. As we can work with that, like, yeah. but you have to believe you have to love God, and you know, yeah. it's like, and then we can work through that. But that's yeah. definitely top on my list. Um, the family thing, definitely, because I came from a broken family as well, so it's yeah. like that's something that I desire for my future, you know, is to have a family, yes. and I have a kid too, so yes. it's the same thing. It's like we can't even always just date for us, it's like we have to yeah. date with them in mind, like, would you be a good role model for my child or you know like mm-hmm. how would you be able to show up in their life even yep. if you have no kids it's yeah. like we're a package deal yes. now you know you have to know this <laughs> so I think about that too and um like even on like a more like personal level I think something that I desire like in relationships is like mental and emotional stability mm, yeah you know like I feel like put that on my list that's too. because I'm so deep though yeah, you know and it'd no. be hard to connect with people because I'm like I'm deep. That surface stuff that y'all doing is not going to get me. It's not going to keep me. Like, can you stimulate my mind? Like, can we sit up and have those thought-provoking conversations that I got chills? Like, that's what I be needing. Yeah. No, I'm surprised that I didn't say that because that's one of the things that I've, and maybe because I've given it to God because it's something that stressed me out because I'm like, Mm. you mean to tell me that I'm going to have to have a husband that is like a doorknob, like a little (laughs) bit slow? Like, what's going on? Because I... Like you said, I'm I'm deep too, and sometimes it pushes people away. You know, it, it pushes people mm-hmm. away. It's pushed so many people away from me. People have told me so many crazy things about myself, but I need that understanding. Yeah. I need to be understood, and I feel like a lot of men 
struggle with understanding us as women anyway, because men or women are totally different when it comes to communication, how mm-hmm. we perceive things, how we receive information. And so having a partner that may not always understand what I'm saying right off the bat, but they but prioritize they, 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 yeah, they want yeah. to, you know, that's the thing they want to know. So he like, okay, but I don't know what you're saying right now, but he cares about me enough to want to know. Yeah. And so he digs deeper for that reason because he yeah. loves me. He wants to understand where I'm at, you know? So Definitely. that's important to me. And they don't get that. Like, I feel like guys, like most of the guys that I've like had conversations with, like, what do you think a woman wants? What do you think a girl wants? Mm-hmm. Oh, they want you to take care of them. You got to have money. They yeah. want nice trips. They want gifts. And I'll be like, oh, you have no idea. Baby boy, that's That's all. too easy. I <laughs> yeah. can get that. That's easy. Yeah. I can, that's on every corner. Okay. Literally. You know, like, and, I, and I can do that for myself. Yes. So it's like when you start digging a little bit deeper and what you require is a lot deeper than they pockets, they be like. Yeah. Yeah. They come up short. Yeah. And that's that's really, you know, like the idea of this topic is to like yeah. really like in a, into a real woman's mind. though. Yes. That is good for a lot yeah. of these women these yeah. days. Like that's enough for them. Yeah. But that's not enough for me. Exactly. You know, yeah. so. I told the guy that I was dating recently and I told him, I said, I have to let you know this because I feel for me, I'm the type of person that even if I know we may not work out or whatever, I love people fully because the bottom line is I want them to be better, whether we're together or apart. And I really take pride on being honest with the men that I date because I may be irritating to you. I may be nagging to you. I might be bratty and all of these things. But at the end of the day, there's not been one person that I've been with that has not learned something and yeah. said, you know what? You was right about that in hindsight, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... I told him, I said, you know what, I have to tell you this because I don't know if I can tell other um, women have not really told you this because they're impressed by the little things, you know, no shade, but they're impressed by the little things. Um, I'm not impressed. I said, I'm not impressed by your car. I'm not impressed by you having a home. I'm not impressed by your money. I mean, he, he on paper. He legit, you know, but underneath the surface, I'm like, yeah, that's what I need. And so mm-hmm. although I want those things, too, if I can't get the rest, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not, not really, a one or the other. Yeah, like, not, I need it all. I, I need it yeah. all. And that's that. You know, I really need it all. And that's so. OK. Like, and that, I remember yeah. at one point, like people would make me feel like my standards was just too high or I was mm-hmm. just requiring too much. But it's like everything that I require, I can reciprocate. Exactly. I know that I can give you at least what I need plus some. Yeah. So like, I don't really feel like what I'm asking for is too much and I'm not going to lower my standards to make nobody fit into my life. No more. I've been there. I've done that. Like, Oh, he got the potential to to be this. It it just might take a little bit of tweaking, but it's like, no, like you got to come with the full package up front because I'm not about to minimize myself or, you know, shrink myself to make you feel comfortable when you just not the person for me. Yeah. And a lot of times we do that. We do that because we, I feel like when I used to do it, it wasn't even that I used, first of all, I fell in love. Every person I fell in love with, it was off potential. And that was one of the things that I said I did not want to do no more. I said, you know what? I want to get rid of, because some as women, we're naturally caring. We're naturally nurturing. We want to help. We want to heal. And we make excuses for men. And mm-hmm. the excuses we make end up enabling them. And we're yeah. like, well, he could turn into this good, this good guy. And he could be all that potential. And it's just like, there's nothing wrong with saying, no, this is my standard. I want what I want, especially when you've done the work. Even when you haven't done the work to heal yourself, you should still have a standard. But I understand how it's harder to have a standard when 
you feel you don't feel secure about your own self. So you mm-hmm. make excuses because for me, I was doing that. I would be like, well, I'm not all this and that or I'm not. I still have things to work on. We gonna always have stuff to work on at the end of the day. That don't mean that you shouldn't have a standard for what you want. You don't require too much. You know, you don't require too much. It's just is there's no such thing as a too high standard. Men used to tell me, like, you live in a fantasy world about what you want. Like, really? And for a minute, every man told me that. And for a minute, I started mm-hmm. believing that. Like, well, dang, it was what I want. Like, just because you can't give exactly. it to me don't mean that it's not like, out there. <laughs> yeah, but for a minute, I was like, well, is what I want not real? You know, I'm like, yeah, no, it's real. It's it's real, but you you just can't do it. So, next, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's real though. That like you said, definitely when you've done the work. Yeah. It's like I didn't just get here because I just have like a sense of entitlement. Yes. Like, no, I put in uh, a lot of work yes. to be this person and to be who I know that somebody else is gonna need. Yeah. So yeah. why should I have to like settle with what I want when exactly. I know that I'm about to be everything that you want? Yeah. And I think it's a difference too, because a lot of when I say don't fall in love with potential, it's there's a difference in potential. Like you can see somebody's potential, but they're not working towards it, you know? Yeah. And I feel like I fell in love with the people who were not working towards it. I saw them as as they could be, but they didn't see it and they didn't care. Even if they saw it, they were content with their mess. But I feel like it's definitely possible to date someone who has potential, but they're working towards it. They're doing yeah. the work, you know, because I, w- when I was doing my inner work, I, of course I didn't date, but I wouldn't have wanted to feel unworthy because I was in transition, you know? Yeah. So I think it's, it's difference between having potential and then not doing anything with it. And then having potential and you're working towards what you see. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Well, yeah, that, I feel the same way. And um, I think most of it comes from like our lack of communicating that in the beginning. Mm. Um, I feel like a lot, even a lot of the girls that I know and I've had conversations with, like we're not open and honest and upfront about what we expect yeah. and what we require Ooh. because we just feel like. You should know. You should know. Yeah. But it's like, no, a lot of times they don't know. Yeah. Because we don't always know what, you know, so yeah. it's like. Communication is so big, and that's something that I've, like, struggled with, you know, and it had a lot to do with my upbringing, like, not having a safe space to Mm -hmm. be able to, you know, um, talk about how I feel or, you know, me not liking something or, you know, asking for things. Like, it wasn't normalized. So I feel like that kind of followed me, you know, in my friendships and my relationships Mm -hmm. into my adult life. But like you said, when you do the work to heal, it's like, now, like, no, like, I'm going to tell you exactly what, so you don't even got to worry about it. And if you, now that you know, and I told you, you don't have an excuse for it to be absent. Exactly. I feel, ooh, that's good, because I struggle with communication, too. And my upbringing it was a little different but I I feel like at one point I was very expressive about the way I would feel Mm -hmm. I never really had like the shyness in me I was able to express it but I feel like because nothing was ever being received and I always felt misunderstood it caused me to shut down Mm -hmm. so I stopped communicating and I stopped saying how I felt and then recently I realized like I had a conversation with this guy and I said because I thought about it I said well maybe 
I'm not expressing myself clearly enough because sometimes we think because we yell something or we you we whine it or whatever, whatever tone we may be using it in may not be it may not be able to get across to the person clearly because all they hearing is, oh, here she go again because yeah. of how you present it to them, you know. So I had to come to him like calm, chill, you know, <laughs> and I said, I don't know if I was nagging too much or if I was crying or like what where there was a a, a a miscommunication at, but I want to be very clear on what I feel. And then I learned to say, okay, well, so you don't think I'm just nagging on you or ragging on you for anything. When you said this, it made me feel like that. So it was even more clear because some yeah. people don't really know how their words or actions are truly affecting you. When yeah. you bring it to them, you're like, well, I didn't like that you did that. You know what I'm saying? But it's not really... When, when you said that to me, it made me feel A, B, and C. Be very clear about what mm-hmm. it is that you're feeling and not be, for me too, I was afraid to say how I felt because I'm like, like I said, I feel like misunderstood a lot yeah. of the times or um, I felt like they should know. You know, like you should know. That was my attitude for a long time. Like you should just know this. Like you yeah. should just know. And I'm not finna tell no grown man how and to I'm be not no about grown to tell somebody, man. Teach somebody how to love me. Like that's like yeah. me giving you the blueprint. That's, yeah. That was my mentality. Okay, like but- I'm not giving nobody the blueprint on how to love me. Like you just. Yeah. Could, but it's like you have you know, to teach people yeah. how to love you, and that's something that I learned um, along my journey. Like you do. Like this relationship thing. First of all, I I wouldn't say that I lived in a fantasy world about relationships because I didn't. But I didn't know. I didn't know all that I know. Now there's layers to it. It I was very surface level with my understanding of what a real relationship is. Because even when I look at my relationship with God, it's real. It's raw. It's not, everything is not all good. He's constantly teaching me. I'm constantly learning. It's constantly, it's a give, a take, it's a give, a take. So it's not this, oh, you should know everything I love and you should do everything I like. And you know what I'm saying? All the time. And there is a teaching. There is a learning. There is a, the Bible tells us that love is patient. Love is kind. When I was reading it, I'm just like, what? But as I, before, but now I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, this is real. Like, this is what it really is. Like, it's a real Thing. It's patient. It's kind. You have to teach. You have to, you know, there's yeah. suffering in it. A lot of, I had the wrong idea about love because I'm like, love shouldn't hurt, yeah. but love does hurt sometimes. sometimes yeah. It really it does is. hurt sometimes. And it, and it, it is what it is. Yeah. So. And then and love isn't like, well, from what I believe to be true, like it's not a feeling. Like people just feel like, oh, I'm in love. And yeah. it's like, oh, it's just all blue skies no. and sunshine and butterflies. <laughs> like, no, like when it comes down to it, it's like, when you're trying to have something long term, mm-hmm. you have to first build a friendship first. And yeah. I think about how I love my friends. Like yeah. we fall out, we get yeah. back cool again. Yeah. You know, it's like I love them. Yes. But when it comes to a relationship, it should be the same way. Yeah. Like I love you. And it's not some days I can't stand you. Yes. Ugh, yeah. I, but I still love you and yeah. I would never do anything to hurt you. And we still here. We yeah. still in this together. Yeah. You know, I have to think about it. That's how I look at it now. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people just feel like it's just they just want to have a good time. Yeah. You know, and they just want to feel something. And it's yeah. not about that. And it comes from healing because yeah. it's like I love myself. Yes. So much. And yeah. I had to do a lot of work to get there. Yeah. I, I feel that way every day. Yeah. Not from an you know, external source. So it's like, yeah. I don't need you to make me feel yeah. anything. Yeah. That's how I know that I'm in a position to receive love. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's different. It feels different too. You know, it's a different yeah. space. I've been saying to myself like, oh, I love you here. I know people have been saying I love you here, but yeah. when I look in the mirror, I'm be saying like, I love you here. Yes. I really do. And, and, and the crazy thing about it is I didn't know how much I did not love myself until one day. Cause for, for people, for me, affirmations just became real to me mm-hmm. because people would be like, just say this and look yourself in the mirror every day and tell yourself <laughs> that you're beautiful and all these things. I'm like, I'm not doing that. That's goofy, you know? <laughs> but one day I don't know what, why I did it, but one day I was just like looking in the mirror. First of all, it was very hard to look at myself and say looking at myself. And then I was like, I love you, Dominique. And I was like, I I was struggling. And I was like, why am I struggling to tell myself that I love myself? You know? And I kept saying it. I was looking at myself in the mirror and I'm just like, I love you. And I started crying because Mm -hmm. at that moment, that was the first time I realized that I didn't love myself. I didn't, you know, like you can have this false sense of confidence. People, you can walk around and showing up in the world and just, you know, smiling. Everything's okay, (laughs) But underneath the surface, I was like, I didn't. I don't know. Like, I don't love, I didn't feel the confidence. I'm like, well, why should I love myself? All these people have these good things to say about me, but I'm just like, I didn't believe it. You know, it wasn't in me. Like it really wasn't in me. And I didn't know that until I looked in the mirror and I was like, struggling to tell myself, I love myself. Something I easily tell other people, something I easily do. Like I genuinely do deeply, but for me, it was not there. So, and that's a, listen, that's a real place. Yeah. And a lot of people don't talk about that. Yeah. Because that's definitely something I experienced. You mm-hmm. know, like having insecurities with the way that I look Very or insecure. my body or just yeah. every little thing. I'm like, Ugh. you know, like yeah. I, I've been there, you know, and yeah. like, and I also was in a space where I was taking on like a victim mentality about mm. all the things that I had went through in my life, wow. you know, through my childhood. I'm like, I'm unworthy or, you know, wow. like I, I was in that place. Yeah. Honestly and truly. And that's a dark place to be in. Like you said, definitely when other people are seeing something in you that you can't even see in yourself. And they're like, oh my God, I love you so much. You're this, you're that, you're pretty, you're all of it. And it's like, thank you. But you know, like I don't even feel it. Yeah. So that's the real thing. Like to be able to get up, bad hair, lashes stuck to your face. Like you could just look in the mirror and be like, that is you, girl. I see you. I be gassing myself now. And and it can come from a genuine place. Like I put in so much work Mm. to get there yes so it's like no I don't need validation from my you know external source no more you know and it's like when I just think about what I want in a relationship now compared to what I think I used to want it's like it's completely different it don't even compare it don't even feel the same no more (laughs) you know and it's like and I'm open to even letting people do stuff for me because I Mm. used to feel like oh someone doing something nice for me is conditional like they just want something in return Mm. so I used to be like no thank you no thank you and it's like we know deep down we want flowers and we want somebody to do something nice for us and all of that so it's like that's okay too like Mm -hmm. it don't make you superficial yeah you know but I just feel like like you said it just really comes from knowing yourself Mm -hmm. and you know healing and going through that process to now it's like 
now I know what I want. And now yeah. I know that I, I want, I desire these type yes. of things. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's crazy because I had a hard time receiving. And I didn't know. It. I was like, I don't want a man for his money. It's not about mm-hmm. me wanting a man for his money. I desire now that I know mm-hmm. that I'm worthy of having a man that takes care of me. But yeah. I never had a man take care of me. So Same. I grew up with my mama. She was strong and she was doing her thing and she handled it, you know. Yeah. And so for me, I never, it's so crazy because me and my best friend were total opposites. She grew up with her daddy who was able to give her stuff and then I was like grew up with my mama who was strong and handled it and so she will always tell me like use these guys for their money get take they money you know what I'm saying I'm just mm-hmm. like I you know what I'm saying like I don't need their money I don't need this you know with this humbleness to me but what I realized that I just I really had a hard time receiving like mm-hmm. I really had a hard time receiving because I never got it. I yeah, didn't know that this was how it was thing, supposed yeah. to be. I didn't even feel like, you know, I wanted something for them, but the money wasn't it. I was just like, well, just give me the love. Just yeah. give me, spend you know, time. just, just time. spend time with me. Can yeah. we just hug, you know? But now that I know, it's like, no, I don't have this gold digger mentality, but it's just like, no, I want you to come with that. I wasn't, yeah. like you said, I didn't even want to um, ask for flowers and stuff for yeah. a minute. I'm like, I don't like flowers. And, but you know what? Some men yeah. don't even do that, though. But I'm here to, to just put, listen, girls like flowers. Yes. I don't know a lot of girls who don't. Yes. So, like, just because it's Tuesday, I was thinking about you. Yes. Like, do that type of stuff. Girls like just because get Just gifts, because period. Gifts, yes. Like, just think about it. Don't wait because it's a special, know. it's a holiday or it's yes. a birthday. Like, yes, it lets let us me know. You, and it don't have to about be us. nothing super big or expensive. Like, yes. It don't have to be that all the time. Like some people feel like that. Like, oh, let me just buy a purse or something. Like, no, I like the small sentimental stuff with meaning too. For me, it's words. I like to hear it. Mm-hmm. Just tell me, you know, just yeah. pour pour your words into me. That mm-hmm. that showers me. That's that me. mental stimulation yeah, I was like, talking about. Yes, yeah. let me hear how you feel about me. I cannot. That goes back to what I want in a in a husband. Mm-hmm. I want my husband to be able to talk, communicate, mm-hmm. tell, express how you feel about me. That means more to me than anything. You mm-hmm. know, like I, I love that we got this house. I love that we got this. Mm-hmm. I, you can buy me that bag, but if you can't tell me how you feel about me you can't shower me with the the to affirm me and not that mm-hmm. I need it but it's just something it's that something it, you want I, it feels I, good I, to it you. lets yeah. me know how you see me how you looking at me if I'm walking out the shower and I'm looking crazy and you just like oh girl you beautiful right. you know what I'm saying like <laughs> yeah. that makes me happy you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying so that's definitely something I need I, I don't know why I just randomly thought about no, that no that's real like yeah. and that's another thing like being able to communicate that you know and letting yeah. them know like this is something Something that I desire that yeah. I kind of want because and then this is another thing we got to think about it like these guys been dating girls who standards is like down to the floor yeah. and they just accepting whatever or yeah. they don't require that yeah. type of stuff because they they probably not at are they're probably not at their healed self yet or yeah. their whole self yet so yeah. they don't even know that we up here and yeah. we got these qualities yeah so when they meet us they're like I've had guys say that, like, oh, I'm not used to that. I've never, like, mm-hmm. had a picnic date. Or yeah. I've never, like, the sentimental did things. this. And I'll be yeah. like, what? Like, they be like, I don't even think you would like that type of stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. like, just because these girls exactly. don't, like, no, 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 you have to come different from me. Yeah. I'm not one of them. Yeah. But, definitely. yeah, like, it'd be having to communicate and let them know, like, 
These are the type of things that I like. Yes. You know, have start having those conversations and normalize yeah. that. Be comfortable with Please laying comfortable. those cards out on the table because they now they even have a they either have a choice. Okay, I can provide this for you or I cannot. Yep. And that's how you weed out who's there and who's not because a lot of times if you just go through the relationship expecting somebody to know what you want and what you need yeah. and then they don't get it, you're setting them up. You have this expectation, but it's an unspoken expectation. And that was me. Dangerous to be having an unspoken expectation. You cannot expect anybody to just know what you want and what you need because like you said they are with other people before you you know so they have been conditioned to believe something about women in general or how we can do be conditioned to think about men in general based off their past experiences and if you don't communicate your needs and your wants then you're left with these unmet expectations and you pissed off because you're not getting what you want but you never said it so you got to say it right no matter how small you might think it is or how You might think it's too much. It don't yeah. matter. The only thing you can do is give this person, yeah. lay your cards out on the table. They yeah. can choose whatever they want to do. Exactly. You know, with that. So. Yeah. For That's sure. Yes, yeah, for stuff. sure. So let me think. So like, I know we talked briefly about it like um, last night, I want to mm-hmm. say, but like as far as like the intentionality of like dating mm-hmm. and being in- intentional with your date life. Like that's yeah. what I, I, I tell my mentees, like the girls that I mentor, like yeah. you got to be intentional. Like even though you don't always have to upfront be so serious in yeah. situations, but like how do you maneuver through that? Like, are you like, I know you want to be a wife, so yeah. you're dating to marry. Yes. But it's a process in that. Yes, it is. You know, so. Hmm. So I would say, like you said, I don't think it's don't come at a man um, just like you gonna marry me, you know, mm-hmm. with that aggressiveness. But I think it's definitely something you need to say within the first couple of dates so that you have a direction. Where are yeah. you? Where are you both? Like, because yeah. he could be on a spree where he like, I'm single. I just got out of a relationship. I'm ready to just sow my oats, you know, and you over here like I'm ready to settle down, have a mm-hmm. family and all those things. So I definitely believe that it is very important to early on. You don't have to be. It's a way to do things. That's how I say it's never for me. It's never a situation where I'm not going to say how I feel. I feel like you can say whatever needs to be said. It's just the way that you say it and the way that you present it, because that, you know, eases the blow and it it gives it the right, you know, foundation for it to just lay on. So definitely I say, you know, just be upfront about what you want. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. Like what, what are, you know, what do you desire? I ask the man, cause I don't want to say, don't ask a man, what are we doing? You know, I don't want to ask a man like, what are we doing? You know, we, we giving them the chance to lead the, you know, the direction. It's like, yeah. So you can just ask a man. Um, I would ask him like, what are you, what do you want? You know, yeah. that's I put it in they, their court first because I don't want somebody trying to just do because a lot of men will do this. A lot of men have dated me based on what they think that I want or what I like, you and know, instead that, of just trying being, to be that person, and trying yeah. to be that instead of just being yourself. And they can only wear that mask for, so, for long. so long. And then I end up getting yo, I get the representative then I get the real you. And it's just yeah. like, boy. You could have told me this at the beginning, you know, so just, it to you, Mike. Yes. Just asking him, hey, where where are you with relationships? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, being I don't like to necessarily even ask about um, the past 
necess- not I won't say I don't ask about the past because I do. I don't ask specifics like where she live at and what's her name, but asking about his Why past relationships. Yeah, yeah, because you want to kind of get a handle on, you know, his his character and mm-hmm. where his mind is and how he handles situations. And, you know, you just fill him out in that way. So I ask a lot of questions. That's how I date yeah. intentionally. I mm-hmm. ask Same. exactly what I want to know. I'm not sugarcoating it for you. I don't believe there's any question that's too crazy because I'm the type of person that's going to ask the question that other people don't ask because they're mm-hmm. afraid to. But yeah. I feel like that's the only way you get down to the truth. Don't you want a truthful relationship? Mm-hmm. Don't you want something real? So um, for me, the biggest thing with intentional dating is just asking the questions that you want to know. Um, presenting the questions in a way that's not too aggressive, that that's not demanding, you know, but when you're healed, you kind of, it's yeah, just the way that you go different. about it. Anyway, it's different. You don't even present yourself in that way. Um, but yeah, just asking those questions, asking the guy where his mind is about relationships and then letting him know where you are. And then if he's like, well, I want to get married, this and the third, then I feel like just date him, yeah. you know, get mm-hmm. to know him. You know, don't have, I feel like it's hard as women. I think it's just something we all do. And it's not even like we try to, but every man we date, we think like, could this be him? You know, it's just a natural thing, you know, but just getting to know him and um, without without placing him in the husband box. And that's a mental thing. Like um, you have to intentionally be like, okay, this is my friend. I'm just getting to know him. Like I have to have them pep talks with myself. Like I'm just getting to know him. He could be my husband, but we don't know yet. We're just going to let it play out. And the bottom line is whatever happens is going to happen. And either way it goes, I'm going to be good. That's how I had to tell myself, like, yeah. I'm going to be good. So he could reveal himself to be everything. And then we going to end up, you know, what happens and, and that at the end of that. And that have a lot to do with like yeah. expectations. So I feel yeah. like to a certain extent, you have to like not have such high hopes in yeah. every situation. Every man that you meet is not your husband. And not. And even though we desire that yeah. quick, I feel like I'm pushing 30, like, all right, let's move this process okay. along. Yeah. But <laughs> you skip steps when you, you know, like, just start off slow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, every man is not going to be your husband. Get yeah. to know this person. This person might not even be, like, you probably might, after a yeah. couple of days, you like, you do what? Yeah. Like, uh-uh. I don't you know? really like that. Yeah. yeah. And another thing that, like, was dropping in my spirit when you was talking, it's like, take time after breakups. Yes. Do not just jump into, like, they say the quickest way to get over somebody is to get up under something. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Take some time to process yeah. what went wrong in this yeah. relationship so you're not repeating a exactly. cycle. Yeah. Somebody asked me um, on Instagram, they said, how long do you think you should wait to date after you've gotten out of a relationship? And I feel like that varies for every person. So there's no standard for that. But definitely I wait at least a year, you know, um, a year because I need that time to myself, especially the way I am in relationships. When I'm invested, I'm invested. So I need the time to um, get me back, you know, get back all that I gave you, break the soul tie, whatever I have to do. So I definitely agree. It's it's beneficial for you to wait, you know, figure it out. Because a lot of times when before when I was younger, I was I was jumping from relationship to relationship, just dating, dating, dating. And I ended up getting the same man every single time with a different face. And I feel like that's a lot that happens a lot with all of us, you know. So 
Yeah, waiting is definitely in between breakups just to heal, give yourself that time to be by yourself and figure it out, you mm-hmm. know, and process it, process what you felt. Because I think a lot of times as human beings, we don't want to feel the hurt and we don't yeah. want to feel the pain. We don't. We want to get over it. We medicate with whatever, you know, you medicate with. For me, Maybe I was quick fixes. Yeah, quick yeah. fixes. So you medicate with a person, a substance, whatever it is working out. It could be a good thing, you know, mm-hmm. but we don't deal with it. So definitely healing from it. And to give me yourself that time is, is healing important. is so necessary, yeah. man. Like, and I didn't really understand that. It really hit home for me like this past year. Yeah, this was like a super. And I've been talking about this almost every episode. Like, yeah. it's been a super transitional year for me because yeah. I like just hit a wall. You know, mm-hmm. and I was just like, what, you know, what is going on with me internally? Yeah. And I think it's so important to really just heal. Yeah. You know, like we've all had, like I said, this long, lifelong of just trauma and yeah. disappointments and yeah. crazy experiences and it shape who we are. Yeah. So it's like you really have to like dig deep and figure out, you know, who you are and heal your broken pieces so yeah. that. The things that you require, um, you know, in a relationship will come to you, yeah. you know, because I, I truly believe that we attract what we're ready for. For sure. So when you start seeing the same type of cycles in your relationships, like you have to start looking at yourself like, OK, why do I keep attracting these exactly. same type of men, whether they be narcissists or whatever it may be? Like yeah. if it's the same thing over and over again. OK, yeah. so it's like at this point, it's something that I'm battling with. Yeah. That. Is keep putting yeah. me, or it's something I need to learn from yeah. this situation that it yeah. keeps placing me here. Yeah, I'm missing something. I think sometimes we be so eager to give that we don't realize that we don't have anything to give. Like we be so ready to show up, but we don't have anything to give when we show up, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, you gotta, like you said, you gotta do that work. You know, I ended up in a bunch of cycles dealing oh, yeah. with the same stuff. And at that point, like I hit a wall too. Like, okay, now what's really good? Because I can't keep blaming this on them. Cause for a long time I was like, it's them. They just some cheaters and they just some liars, <laughs> you know? And it's just yeah. like, and they were some cheaters and some liars. But at the end of the day, there's something in me that's that I needed to figure out. Like the there was a link missing because it's no way that I'm about to keep on ending up with the same man. This don't make no sense. Mm-hmm. And I refuse to believe that all of them are the same. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't. I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say that I've seen the ultimate. You know, like I, there's not a lot of good examples. But I ain't saying I met every man in the world either. So yeah. because of that, I need to figure out where I'm missing the market and figure that out. And then, like you said, once I'm figured that out, then I'm going to attract what it is that I'm supposed yeah. to have. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and definitely all just boils down to that healing. Yeah. You know, and like knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing who you are and yeah. knowing what you want. Yeah. Like. We we have to know that. Like, you might not even know what you want. You might yeah. not even know what you really, you know, require yeah. in a relationship because you never did the work. So now you in this situation and you like, you're not doing this, but it's like, yeah. you don't know what, you know, you don't know what's yeah, going you on. You just in it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, do this, do that. And you like, you don't even know you what you want, know. what you need, what you require for real because you, your, your broken self requires and, and demands so many things out of a broken place. And your yeah. whole self is just like, well, I thought I needed that. But I don't need that. Yeah, I don't need that. I had it inside me all along. Yeah, yeah. But it's a beautiful place, and it's so, it's like freedom, you know. Because now it's like I'm not codependent, you know, upon something or someone, and like I'm okay if you're here, and I'm okay if you're not here. You know, so like that's that's so important for me, and I had to like, I had to, and it was like me having to understand my worth. Yeah, you know, and. 
that's that take a lot of work too. Yeah. Because I kept dating people who like not to sound, you know, so high and mighty, but who were not worthy of me yeah. or my energy or anything yeah. that I brought to the table, even though I wasn't fully healed yet. Yeah. I knew that once my healing came, yeah. I knew who I was going to be. Yeah. And it's like, you you wasn't even worthy of me. Yeah. You know, you didn't even deserve yeah. a minute of my time. And like, I kept seeing myself in them type of situations that yeah. after it was over, I'm like, and I was somewhere feeling some type of way. Yeah. My feelings hurt yeah. over somebody about that- you? about you like oh no 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 yes oh my gosh I think that's good I I I feel like a lot of women can relate I think one of the things that I had to come to terms with too is is not to be prideful when you healing and when you're going through your journey your process of healing be honest with yourself nobody's there but you I had to say some hard stuff to myself like Dom you're insecure don't nobody yes. want to be insecure. But the yeah. bottom line is, there's when you address it, there's strength in that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When you're now running you from, from it, it. Yeah, when you're running from it, that's there's no power in that. You know, there's power in being able to say, I'm insecure. I'm hurting. I'm needy. You yeah. know, I get jealous. Whatever, yo, whatever you want to heal from. Like, yeah. but addressing it is the first step to healing it. You cannot, people say all the time, the saying, like, God, um, can't heal what you don't reveal and that's Mm -hmm. very true like he's not even going to force your hand on that you have to give it to him like okay god i'm i'm hurting here i'm broken here i'm i'm shattered over here i'm insecure here i'm i be wanting validation from people like you have to keep it that real i've learned the reason why i'm in where i am i believe is because i've been willing to keep it that real with myself. Yeah. I've been willing to say the things that I don't want, maybe want other people to know about me, but the bottom line is people can see you and they can see your insecurities and they can see your brokenness, even if you don't want to address it because yeah. it show, it plays out in your, in your, in your actions, you yeah. know, and how you show up in the world. It does. It really it does. does. People can see, like, I know people I'm sitting up here trying to act like I'm strong and I'm this and I'm that, but I know people could see my weaknesses looking back. Like I know people could see in my, my, um, my indecisiveness and just like my up and down, like emotional roller coaster that I wasn't secure, yeah. you know, so people can see it. So you might as well just deal with it and yeah. get it out the and way. Sit with it. Yeah. Sit with your stuff, man. Yeah. Sit with that mess. Like it's, it's, it's beautiful. Yes, it, it is. is. Like we you said, it's freedom. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's freedom in that. Once you do it, because what, what those things do is keep you bound. You know, it, mm-hmm. it holds you hostage. Your insecurities holding you hostage. You want people to validate you, holds you hostage. When you don't care anymore, when you release all of those things, you get to walk freely. Yeah. There's nothing holding you up. There's mm-hmm. nothing slowing you down. Like, the world is yours at that point. And that's how you literally feel. Like, once you let all that stuff go, you like, Ooh, I can do whatever I want. I can have yeah. whatever I want. You feel like the possibilities are literally endless for you once you don't have all of that to carry. And then I think another thing like that go- kind of goes hand in hand with that, like as a part of your healing process, you start looking at the actions of that person mm-hmm. differently. Yeah. And like when you're unhealed, you kind of like, dang, they cheated because of me. Like I'm doing something yes. wrong. When really when you're healed, it's like, no, what you're doing, that's you projecting. It don't have nothing to do with yes, me. Yes, that's you so good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you're, you're treating me this way or you're saying this to me based on something that you're experiencing mm-hmm. inside. It don't have nothing to do with me. So exactly. I'm not going to even, I'm yeah. not going to let you dump that inside yeah. of me. I'm going to take it and be like, I'm going to let that fall on deaf ears. Yeah. But 
I feel so many women like that's how they experience insecurities yeah. Yeah. or, you know, things like that, because they're they don't understand that it really has nothing to do with them. Yeah. Everybody is in their own journey of healing. And a yeah. lot of these guys, they don't believe what yeah. we believe yeah. in healing and, yeah. you know, unpacking this stuff. So it's a little different for them. Yeah. So but like I said, when you're healed, that's another part of that freedom, because you're no yeah. longer letting people dump their stuff onto yeah. you and, and, you know, taking ownership yeah. of somebody else's Actions. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You're not, you said projecting, which is good. I feel like a lot of women, we do that because we looking at the guy that cheated on us and we're like, well, he cheated on me because of I, maybe I'm not pretty or we start comparing yeah. ourselves. We literally start projecting things that the man may have never even said, yeah. but because we want answers and we're like seeking something in that and we don't know ourselves and we, we are broken. We, yeah. we really do take that on and we're like, broken because of it it's just it's and a vicious walk cycle away from you, yes. too. you know Ooh. like that's another thing like don't take it personal stop mm. taking things so personal because yeah. sometimes you are just too much yes for somebody Ooh, and, that's and a if hard they want to walk away from you yeah let them because they're making room for the person who you're not too much yes. for to come into your life yes that's good that just hit me in my stomach girl because i struggle with that i struggle with that so bad letting people go yeah. Letting people walk away from me because, like I said, I felt like I was losing when mm-hmm. I, when they did, literally. And it's so crazy. There's so many people who say they hear the voice of God, and I, we all hear the voice of God in different ways. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's few occasions that I've heard something audibly, you know, and it was last year. And I was stuck in fear. Like, I started dating someone. And God showed me in a dream that he was coming back. I know this is going deep, but he showed me in a dream that he was coming back. And I was like, I don't know why, but I was afraid because of my past experience with them. And I was sitting down randomly, just getting my hair done. And but it had been on me like just the fear, like, I don't know how this is going to play out. And I just don't want to get hurt. And And, um, he spoke and he said, you can't lose. You know, and it just broke something off of me because that's how I felt. Like when people walked away from me and when people didn't want to be with me anymore, I felt like I was I lost, you know, and um, I think that's a good thing to know. Like when people leave you, it's not a loss. It's the best thing that could happen Mm -hmm. for you because there is somebody who's supposed to be there. And Mm -hmm. honestly, he can't come. If this other person is in the way, you know, he can't come. He can't, he can't, he ain't no room for him. Mm -hmm. So just really knowing that, like I tell myself all the time when fear starts to come up, like it's not, you can't lose. That's why I said, even in dating, you know, um, when I'm laying things on the table and I'm taking it easy, you know, it's either going to end one or two ways. It's going to end for me and, or it's going to show me that it's not, but either way I can't lose. I'm good. You know? I'm good. And being secure and knowing that you good, you know, will will take you a long way. You know, knowing that no matter what, I'm good. You know, I'm okay. I can't lose. This is not a loss for me at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. This is great. Yes, girl. (laughs) This is so great. But um, I think for the the most part, like something we can both agree on is like... um, and the foundation of everything of your wants, you yeah. know, and your needs is it comes back to your relationship with yourself. Yes. And you being in tune with yourself. Yeah. And you doing the work to heal, you know, and even to have healthy, you know, wants and healthy requirements yeah. from a partner. But that can only come through you being your best self yeah. and working through all of that stuff, being fully secure in yourself, loving yeah. yourself. Yeah. And being confident in what you bring to the table and yeah. what you're willing to accept. Yeah. Because 
I got some non-negotiables. Period. And you got to have those. <laughs> I didn't even know you were supposed to have those until yeah. I started healing. Like, non-negotiables, what are those? Because like I was taking I'm everything. With. Yeah. 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 Because I was at a point, if you don't have them, you just going to accept that mean anything can come. Anything yeah. goes. And that's not cool. And it's all about how you got to have yeah. those real standards. You yeah. know, like some people say like, oh, standards don't really matter. You end up falling for people, whatever. But Mm-mm. it's like, no, they're there for a reason yeah you know so you can base it off of like you know i know that if this is going on that this will be the outcome yeah. so that's why i don't want to deal with something like yeah. that yeah yeah and there's nothing wrong with that when you were saying that um it came to me um set the tone um that's one of the things that i learned mm. when i was dating um someone and i was in a healing process and I wasn't fully whole yet but I wasn't completely broken Mm -hmm. and I realized that I set the tone in any relationship that I go into you know Mm -hmm. I set the tone that's having those standards a lot of times women don't want to set the tone or have a standard because they don't want to push a man away or they want don't want to seem like they're doing too much or whatever but what I've learned is that really men Men need to be challenged, you mm-hmm. know, so set the tone, you know, they need yeah. that challenge. Men look at us to set the tone. They look yeah. at us to see how can I treat you? Yeah. What I'm going to get away with, you know, based on what tone they know, you they know set. who they can and can't yes. play with. Yes. So don't let them play with you. Yeah. Set that tone. <laughs> set the tone, Period. please. Yes. Yes. That's good. Yes. But this was so great. I thank you so much yes. for coming, girl. You're this very is good. Welcome. Yes. We're going to need a part two or something. We are. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to tell them too much about what's coming, but y'all yeah. need to be listening because it's going to get real, real this yeah, season. Yeah, this season is good, y'all. I can't tell y'all either, but it's going to be real <laughs> good. Real yes. good. We, yeah, we, we definitely got to get you back on here. For sure. For sure. I'm coming back. So, um, in wrapping up, like I always do this at the end of every session, mm-hmm. like um, I need you to drop them a gem real quick. Like what's like overall for the girl who's listening, who is not fully healed yet, you know, or she don't even know how to walk into that process yet. Mm-hmm. And she's constantly in the, these same cycles with these relationships and she's just tired. Yeah. Um, I would ask her or tell her to ask herself, um, what does she want? You know, I feel like when you when you hit this road where it's just like you don't you like the wall, I feel like when you're tired, um, you have to ask yourself, what do you want? You know, really sit with that. Don't be surface level with it. Like really sit with it and say, what do I want? Ask because I think a lot of times we don't really ask ourselves what we want. You know, we don't really sit and say, what do I really want? want how do I want to like what what do I want to see for my future what do I what's the vision for that like mm-hmm. we have to have a vision like Bible tells us where there is no vision of people perish and I believe that about relationships if you don't mm-hmm. have a vision for yourself if you don't have a vision for your relationship then you're going to perish you it's yeah. going to it's it's inevitable like you have to see it you know and so I feel like ask yourself what do I want When you ask yourself, what do you want? Write it down, you know, so you can see it, you know, because you have to see it. A lot of times we can say a lot of stuff, but if we we can't see it, it's not real, you know. So you you ask yourself what you want, write it down so you can see it and then envision that really Mm -hmm. envision it. Keep on envisioning it because ultimately that's what fueled me, you know, to work towards like to keep pressing through, you know, to really reach for my 
my higher self because I had a vision. Even though I saw myself where I was, even though I seen all the broken pieces and I seen the heartbreak and I was sitting right in the middle of it, I had a such a strong vision for what I wanted for myself. I had such a strong vision for what I wanted for my relationships and I still do. That's what keeps me going. That's what keeps me pushing. So having that vision, seeing what you really, really want helps you to get to that next level. You know, it really fuels you to get to the next level. So just have a vision, sis. Figure it out. Figure out what you want and have a vision. See it and see it day in and and see it day out. And don't let nothing deter you from that. You know, nothing. Like literally one thing I will say, another thing I will say, don't sit with your brokenness. Don't sit with your bitterness. Don't sit with your unforgiveness. Don't sit with it. For me, the higher version of myself was forgiving. She was loving. She walked in love. She was joyful. You know, these are things that I saw. Like I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm happy, happy when I see myself and I'm sitting in this unforgiveness that's making me bitter oh this gotta go and so that's what makes you keep going that's what pushes you to do the work because you have a vision of how you see yourself so yes see yourself sis please yes girl I got you that was good that was good yes that was great um Yes. 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 Okay. <laughs> Literally. I'm to let it like download. Yeah. Everything you just said, just download in yeah. my brain. That's so good. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but again, I just want to thank you so much You're for coming on here. Thank you, you for having did. me. Anything else today? We in the middle of COVID. So yes. I appreciate you. Yes. Um, and just shout out your Instagram and stuff. Casey want to follow you in like your business. Okay. She got a dope cosmetic line, y'all. Thank you. Like thank the you. best pigmented <laughs> lips. Like I still need yes. a refill. Okay. My grandma be asking me about Listen. you all the time. It's crazy because people are like, what's your, when people ask me in business, like, what's my target audience? I'm like, I don't have one. Like, it Girl, transcends. my grandma, okay, she is 72. She's like, I need that real yes, lipstick. Period, Did that girl restock yet? I'm like, girl, you yes. about Oh, man. Okay, so my Instagram handle, my personal Instagram handle is Dominique Faye. It's D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E. F-A-Y-E, two underscores. And then my business is Fave Cosmetics, and it is F-A-Y-V-E, um, C-O-S-M-E-T-I-C-S. Okay, <laughs> girl. Y'all know how to spell cosmetics. So, yes, Fave Cosmetics, no underscores all together. So, yeah, that's it. That's good. I love to see it. Thank you. Well, I thank everybody um, for tuning in. As always, if you have any feedback for me or Dominique, you know, on this episode, if you have any more questions or something that we did not cover, yes. tap in. You yes. know, I'm always down, you know, yes. to, to chat. So slide in the DM. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so until next time, I thank you again and stay blessed. <laughs>